episode three. This is episode three. Episode three. Welcome to episode three of the 901-101. My name is Spencer Burnham, and I'm joined with the illustrious. That's to you guys. What are what are y'all's names? <laughs> uh, this is Gordon and Jonathan. Or Jono, as we'll refer to me. I'm the only first name, last name. That's cool. I can live with that. <laughs> Gordon Para. Thank you. You're welcome. Jono, you can just be like Bono. Yeah. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to share too much data. Jono Bono. That's fine. Love it. Yeah. We have a really good show today. So last night the uh, the mem the Memronto Grizztars almost <laughs> beat the Golden State Warriors. So we're going to talk some finals recap and look to the future. We're going to talk about the Memphis Grizzlies. They just hired a new coach today. Uh, we're going to t- debunk some conspiracy theories about that have been circulating around certain Memphis Tigers Facebook threads about whether or not Precious Achua A, exists, and B, if he's actually reported to summer training camp. And then... You know, we'll see how we feel after that, but that seems like a pretty jam-packed show to me. So why don't we just get into it? So finals recap. Uh, last night, as we're all aware, the Tor- the Tormfus Grizztars almost beat the Golden State Warriors. Your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I think that, like, I saw... I- I didn't think they were going to win it in that game. I didn't think that Toronto was going to win it there. And I didn't voice that opinion until I started watching the game in the second quarter and Golden State was up by 13. Uh, But I still thought that, like, you know, when KD was going to play, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like the tide is going to turn now. Um, That's not exactly how it went down, but... You know, nobody's really ready for the basketball season to be over, so I'm I'm down with some more games. So glad Adam Silver pulled that one. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I I was I'm kind of on the other side of that, Jono. I was so sure they were going to do it, like basically up until Kyle Lowry grabbed the ball in the corner, and then I was like, well, this cannot happen. Oh my god, like, Kyle Lowry cannot be the one to seal this game. Can we just? It's just is that possible. the worst shot in the history of basketball? Can we just guess what his what his average is? Can we guess what, what his three point average is in in clutch situations? <laughs> well, as a former Memphis Grizzly, I for one think that I would want no one else to shoot the ball than Kyle Lowry, possibly Marcus Saul. Marcus Saul, um, you wanted in Mark's hands. Put the ball in Mark's hands. I has been lights out. I agree. You know, uh, so I got a lot of dirty looks watching the game last night. I was at, uh, I went to two places. I started at Dave and Buster's and then went to a Buffalo Wild Wings because they were in the same strip mall. And (laughs) at both, at both locations, I was getting a lot of dirty looks because anytime it was a Raptors possession, I just kept screaming, give it to Mark. (laughs) <laughs> and I kept just chanting Mark Saul, and people weren't really into that. There, were, I mean, to be fair, I was watching this in Southern California, and there was not a single Warriors fan in either bar. Everybody was rooting for the Raptors. That's pretty cool. Just an interesting thing to think about. Just tells you, you a lot know, about California. You know. So that reminds me of this this weekend, just on a slight tangent, when I was at um, my five year college reunion, and there was a. Uh, it's a big party for all the people at the reunion, and 
a Miley Cyrus song came on, and I just started screaming, fuck Nashville. Oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> Tell me more about that, John. I don't think anybody heard me. I think people were too having too much fun to uh, to hear me. But nonetheless, uh, those who did hear me ignored me. Probably similar to your experience, Spencer. <laughs> Well, let's keep it. Let's we're, we're falling off the rails a little bit here, but I do think that we can all safely say fuck Nashville. This oh. is a Memphis basketball podcast. Deeply. We want nothing to do with a Nashville basketball podcast because unlike Nashville, we have a history of, you know, making it to final games. And I can't <laughs> say we have like a championship history. We won an NIT once. That's we pretty did. good. We also have a basketball team, which is one huge step over. <laughs> we Nashville. do. We have a professional. I guess. I no. guess. Yeah. Vanderbilt doesn't really count. No, they do um, not really. Unless you like ships, in which case you're in luck. But anyway, okay. Let's get back to the bat. The finals game last night. So Drake was a presence. Yep. Um, KD. Always I just is. honestly like. I like. Look. Like. I'm not a KD. I, I. I was a KD fan until he joined the Warriors. But you. You don't want to see anyone get hurt like that. It's a really scary injury. Yeah. It really sucks. Um, how many times did KD get hurt when... Oh, shoot. What's his name? There was a guy from Memphis for, who played who went to Germantown that played for the Warriors. I don't know who you're talking oh, about. Campaign. Ian Clark. Ian Clark. Ian, Ian Clark. Clark. My bad. KD did not get hurt while Ian Clark played. So can you say that the well-being and success of the Warriors hinges on the presence of somebody from Memphis being on the basketball team. I think 100% full stop. Yeah. No I think so, too. I think, I think, I think it's in the books. It's been proven now. Yeah. What more can we say about the game last night that doesn't start and end with the word Mark and then Gasol joined right <laughs> afterwards? So I'm, I mean, he's just, he's just such a such a presence like i know i know we said that before he just needs to you know focus and be determined and all that shit but he really is just like passing shooting everything i was talking with a guy last night when i was at the bar that i went to to watch the game and uh you know even these guys who have no idea about basketball don't really give a shit about basketball and they were talking me up about it and they were like mark is just such a good passer and like it's not even that he's a bad shooter he's actually gotten good at shooting and anyway get the ball in did you hands. see yeah there were so many fast break opportunities and just outlet outlet passes oh man that started with mark and if we go back to all the conversations about kevin love as the best passing big men like back in the day like that was just wrong it's because they didn't right? watch Grizzlies games. Yeah. yeah, they just truly didn't watch it, It's a marketing games. issue, I think. No no pun yeah. intended, but I it is a marketing right. issue. Um, I like that. Yeah. Uh, how, what, what I'm trying to say, though, is that, like, every Raptors game where they've been winning or they've won, it's like, obviously, like, Kawhi is their superstar. But they always pick, like, a second person who isn't Mark, even though Mark is probably the most consistent and... Like he's who they count on. If they if if he has a good game, they win. If he has like an okay game, they right. lose. But right. I mean, all all like props to Siakam um, and Lowry, but they don't get there without Mark. Yeah, I'm gonna Mark say is... no props to Lowry and all props to Siakam because <laughs> Siakam can fucking play, and dude, Lowry, Lowry can is... play too, dude. Did you, he did that same like Oof. pull up 
Dude, he did that pull-up move like four times in the paint that just like sent defenders flying. I feel like Lowry, like he... Yeah, but he'll do that and then how many yeah. times does he hit the shot? Yeah, it's like, it's like Lowry hits two threes in a row and you're like, oh, Lowry's actually good. And then he misses like the next five, you know? And you're like, dude, I just stop like shooting the ball. Like, guys. get him out of here. Like, <laughs> I just don't like hearing y'all disparage against a former Memphis Wait, can we can we, do, can we look in the history books? I know we don't we don't like to look backwards, but when did he play for the Grizzlies? We drafted him, I think, the year or year the one to two years before Mike Conley. We drafted him. He broke his hand. We drafted Conley after him, yeah, and then traded him to Houston. Right, uh, because we we're like, why would we have two guards? And then, <laughs> who needs two guards, right? Guys? <laughs> who needs two guards? Chris Wallace logic, y'all. <laughs> yeah, God. So wait, so I don't want to get ahead of ourselves to the new coach, but is it? F- so does the Grizzlies now have a coach without a GM? Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is a great is transition. Weird. Let's talk about the new. I coach. just want to. I just want to yeah. like fill out my depth chart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Your front the office front office depth, depth, depth chart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we don't have a GM. What are we looking for in a GM? What did we what Probably did we find in like a coach? A Yukon or a Sierra or uh <laughs> like GM car yeah. joke. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Spencer, yeah. we we got that before you even sure. explained it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I recently learned that the Chevy Malibu Max, an amazing station wagon, actually had a Honda engine in it. So look at that synergy. That's cool. Synergy. I love to see partnerships. Across competing companies. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a monopoly if everyone's in on it. <laughs> Joe Biden 2020. Um. Since that has a lot of place in a basketball podcast, <laughs> let's talk about the GM situation. Wait, wait, let's talk about our coach. Who is our our Joe Biden now of the Grizzlies are <laughs> that he's a creep <laughs> and, then, and that he is our like nondescript like head coach. He's running it, just but like, like he, he just kind of is like a person who I guess like, you know, he's insert, insert doughy white man here. Yeah. Basically. Right. I, I hope he has a history of not groping women. Oh God! Please don't let that I, be the case. I don't think he does. Just to be fair to the coach and for anybody <laughs> listening who yeah. might sue us, there there is no, right. there is no evidence. There is no evidence. Um, and by all accounts, also, he's a great guy. Dude. By all accounts, he's a great guy. Um, I just want to shout out Spencer Wharton, <laughs> El Presidente. I, I want to shout out Spencer. Yeah. So to be to be clear Spencer's to our tweet. viewers, Taylor Jenkins, the new head coach of the Grizzlies, went to Wharton. Which turned out to be a huge waste of money because he did not go into business. He went into basketball coaching. This is a great opportunity for a segment called What Do They Teach in Business School? Do they teach basketball? I want to now turn to Jono and Gordon, who both have just completed their MBAs. Uh, Jono and Gordon, as professional financial advisors, did at one point you learn how to defend on the wing in business school? Depends on your definition of defending on the wing, Spencer. <laughs> that sounds like a legal answer, Gordon. I'm looking for more yes-man talk. I thought that's what they taught in business school, was how to play squash and how to not go to your kids' baseball games. <laughs> I think it translates directly to the NBA. 
It does. Not it going does. to baseball games <laughs> is pretty central to the NBA's business model. Well, I mean, you got to think the reason they named them so closely, NBA and NBA, is that they wanted you to confuse the two. You know what I mean? That's a great point. They really yeah. were just trying to get that synergy going, get that uh, brand, that brand recognition really overlapping. Right. And their logos are pretty similar when you think about it. I think <laughs> that the, N- the NBA logo is the outline of... What's the name of the Wolf of Wall Street guy? Jordan Belfer? Yeah. Like, doing cocaine. And then the logo of the NBA is obviously Jerry West also doing cocaine. Of course. So as there's we all a know. lot of similarities. As we can all see, the giant, the, the giant mound of cocaine on, on, his, on the end of his hand. Do you think um, that's a ball he's holding? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, I do. We do get a shout-out Spencer's tweet, though. Of, that's a weird way to spell Becky Hammond. Dude, we could have just knocked this out of the park by hiring her. So true. So true. Like, we could have had this awesome moment of, like... Like, if you hire Becky Hammond, like, you go down as a branch Ricky of, like, basketball ownership. You know what I mean? Yeah, Like, you break this massive barrier, and the entire world of basketball will turn their attention to Memphis. And a lot of people are going to have, like, shitty, horrible takes... But I think, like, if we want it to be, like, an inclusive, awesome basketball city, in addition to following the Memphis University, University of Memphis's women's team, who better to lead, like, a city that... I read the stats on this today. What was it? It was, like, it's, like, 70... Wait, Spencer, 70, you read the stats? I know, I know. I'm very anti-stat, but it was, like, Memphis is, like, a 70% person of color city, but it's, like, a 62% woman city. Really? Or something like that. It was in the the root article on Tammy Sawyer, oh. and I think it might. It have was been... like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fact check you there, Spencer. Fact check pending. <laughs> okay, fact check pending. We'll come back to Jono and his investigative corner. <laughs> yeah, Jono's dream corner. <laughs> Jono's dream corner. Jono, I team investigates. <laughs> <laughs> Eyewitness news, or never mind. Andy Wise. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, all I'm trying to get at though is like Memphis is having a moment if like we're like Tammy Sawyer has like the best shot that any like female candidate has ever had at winning the mayor mayoral race why not have the head coach of the basketball team also be the first ever like woman to coach in the National Basketball Association right and we love our big round coach and we love our big round mayor god do we <laughs> All right, Spencer, can I come in with the fact check, or we should we just push uh, forward? Come, come in with the fact check. No, come in with the okay, fact check. Give the, us those decennial census numbers, John. Yeah, the, the, the fact from the article was that it was a, it's a 51% women city. Okay, 51%. Like most cities. Uh, <laughs> women tend to live just a bit longer, so they, they get the 51% usually. I see. Um, however, that's more than half of the people in Memphis. It's more than half. Yeah. Look, I know the reason people tune into this show is for our stats <laughs> on the gender breakdown of Memphis. So I don't want to take us too far All off I'm track. saying is Becky Hammond is a better hire than whatever the milk toast dude all right, but, from Wharton is. <laughs> Agreed. We all agree that. But I'm but, just but, very anti pen Right, but she's so much better than, like, what if, she, like, maybe she didn't want the job. That's true. Is that, is that, fath- even that, is that fathomable? We went to fucking Lithuania, dude. We are like, let's let's hire someone from, like, Eurovision or whatever the American Idol show is there. Maybe she was just like, hire- how do you know she wasn't just like, 
uh, no, I'm not available for interviews because Pop's only going to be coaching for a couple more years, and then I'm going to take the Spurs job. Right. But we could have stolen that. No, no, no. Southwest Division, pun intended. We could have stolen that thunder from <laughs> the from the. Spurs. It would have been cool because been the cool. Imagine Dragon song is that what that's a pun on? Uh, yeah, but yeah. but to be that's what so so Taylor Jenkins actually is in the Popovich coaching tree, so he's like a. He's like a sibling. Mm. But how did he get to the Popovich coaching tree, Jono? Is it from nepotism? I wouldn't know. I, I, yeah, I didn't. It I is. Know. No, it is literally because like a family friend had a connection with the Spurs front office. Because all that Wharton School of Business does <laughs> is just like, it's like a factory farm of nepotism. So It's true. All right. So, so we're not on the train. It seems like the Taylor Jenkins I'm not train. A, I'm jury is out. <laughs> but it feels like that's a perfect segue. That conspiracy theory is a perfect segue to the conspiracy theory around the Tigers recently on oh, the Facebook. Yeah, there's a lot of misinformation. Oh, can you tell out us there. about this, or Jono, who yeah. broke this story? One of y'all broke this. Story. I think Jono's IT team broke this story, so I'll let him. <laughs> yeah, so was, intro it. So I was monitoring the social networks. Um, the in fact, the social the network, social network, yeah. Drop the the. It's just monitoring social networks. So shout out to <laughs> shout out to everyone out there a who billion uh, dollars, a trillion dollars, the, the trillion dollar social network, the Memphis Tigers Facebook group, um, nice. prolific Facebook group, tons of posts, tons of content. The algorithm loves it. Uh, they there have been like multiple posts coordinated it's not confirmed that they're coordinated or that they're russian bots however it is suspected it sure looks like it, <laughs> it sure looks like it suspected russian ever, ever, bots they're they're just trolling asking when precious is like saying precious might go to europe like precious might go play for the kremlin uh like <laughs> Like he's not coming to Memphis. Precious mi- loves Putin. Yeah, he's not. Precious is playing ice hockey in the KHL. Yeah, Precious is not coming to Memphis anymore. But um, we've we've been on the ground and we've looked into that. And our other righteous commenters have commented that actually Precious. Excuse me. Let me let me redo the actually actually. Uh, <laughs> Precious uh, just finished school like a week ago and give the kid a break. He's expected to report tomorrow. Yeah, is what some of the, <laughs> someone who is someone who is tagged by Facebook, mind you, as a visual storyteller. So you know <laughs> that's what I do, man. That's, that's really the highest level of uh, of it's like the blue check marks on Twitter just like gained sentience on their own and like became <laughs> their own sort of weird system of like he's a visual storyteller. Let's, we'll see if we can find some other ones. Oh, admin. All right, that's a decent one. <laughs> oh, admin. Okay, hold on, guys. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and defend all sorts of visual storytellers. Do you know why? Because social media is a visual medium. You know it isn't podcasting. <laughs> so true. maybe. Maybe if we were trying to make a live stream show, you'd appreciate how difficult it is to be a visual storyteller. Hmm? Everything about that? We have a rising star, another visual storyteller. But Gordon, can you explain what you're reading here, just for our listeners? Why? Why are you shitting on our our on our fan base, dude? I'm not shitting on on the fan base. I'm shitting on Facebook. Which, oh by the way, we could do even further with uh, with some other Memphis. Can we talk about that trash ass Facebook commercial? Absolutely. (laughs) So Spencer, you're on record as it's trash. Gordon, you're on record as well as it's trash. I'm gonna go on record and say it was trash, but. I don't. But. I didn't hate the content. I just hate that it 
will drive people to Facebook. Agreed. I still got choked up, and this is like the equivalent of being on an airplane and watching some like shit ass movie like the notebook or something. And I'm not saying the notebook is bad because it's like a romantic movie. I'm saying it's bad because of it's like weird fetishizing and idolization of the Jim Crow South and like plantations. And I just rewatched this. This happened on a tra- on an airplane like a week ago. And this is like the equivalent of getting choked up in a movie that, you know, ethically is bad. And you're like, wait, but also no one in Memphis likes that song. I remember being a kid going to AutoZone park to watch the Redbirds play. And walking in Memphis would come on, and I'd be like, "This song fucking blows! Like, this is just a bad song." Guys, Could you I'm, imagine? Yeah. Like I'm, mental exercise for a second, visual story yeah. incoming. Spencer, wait before wondering. before you, before you make this point, <laughs> I just want to I just want to fill media. in any listeners who don't know what we're talking about. There was a okay. there was a Facebook ad in the finals that's run several times. It might be great for the city. Uh, because it's just free press for the city, but it has a it features "Walking in Memphis," the song by Leonard Cohen, and it's not Leonard nope. Cohen. It's, nope, it's, not Leonard. Who, Cohen. Who's it by? Not Leonard Cohen. Decidedly not Leonard. It's, Cohen. it's somebody Cohen. Yeah, like it is a Cohen. It's Mark. Mark Cohen. Cohen. <laughs> well, no, it's Cohen. Like with no Cohen. Like, like Mark Cohen, not right. Leonard Cohen. <laughs> Apologize, John. Oates, you are Jewish. Like he's like the coolest Jew we have, dude. Like, <laughs> okay, we need him, man. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a it's minute. It's like him Guys, and I'm, Bernie. I'm gonna Sanders. take a minute. I'm gonna take a minute. You guys go ahead. So, but just to finish up the Facebook, no, the Facebook. Uh, it was a Facebook ad featuring that and featuring some homesick Memphians saying, "Hey, right. to, hey, to get on clear. Facebook and you can be homesick for your city." Right, and the whole thing is that, like, as it's quote-unquote press for the city, but there's no fucking shots of Memphis in it. Cause the whole All of the video content is from outside of Memphis. Which is the I whole point so of the mad. thing. I was so mad. It's kind of the point. It's like, there's, like... There's not even, like, pictures of Okay, Memphis. but let's, let's, you know I mean? let's look at the trends, though. Uh, just a few days after that, the New York Times comes out with an article about how Memphis is supporting Toronto in the finals. Do you think that sure. happens without the Facebook ad? Absolutely. Yes. Do you know why? Because Mark Twitter. Gasol. It's like the oh, exact true. opposite of Facebook is because the Grizzlies became the first major franchise ever to tweet a support of another team in a playoff I, I just, series. I think you're vastly overestimating the reach of Twitter and underestimating the reach of one Facebook and two an advertisement in the finals. See, here's the thing though, Jono. Like Twitter, you're right about Twitter in the sense that it's a small like technically a small user base, but the user base it hits is ungodly influential. And it includes all of those New York Times sports writers. It includes all like basically all of Memphis at this point. Like it includes so many people that like make those stories happen. And so like, yes, it is by like all the user numbers and everything technically not as important. It's not the billions of users that Facebook has, has gotten mostly by the way, from like places outside of the U S and, Oh, by the way, 2 billion fake accounts. We don't want to talk about that. But the point is, like, Twitter, you're right. I think Spencer's right on this one. Like, it is super influential. And, like, I would I would attribute that article far more to Twitter than to any kind of, like, Facebook shit. I'm, I'm not saying Facebook alone, but I think also the ad. I, th- I think because, like, I mean, I guess, you're, like, a New York Times editor, and you're just, like, sitting at home, and you see this, like, Facebook ad that's aired several times during the finals. 
Yeah. So I, uh, you know, did just, you ever? Uh, that's just... Did you ever see the num? Did you see the numbers on the Grizzlies tweet? Uh, no. No. Can we get a retweet count? <laughs> Voluntarily well established. Uh, it is. I think it like last I checked, it was retweeted like it was liked like thirty seven thousand times. Wow. That's a lot. That's probably the most performant tweet in the history of the franchise. I also just want to go out on a limb and say the most Memphis part about Facebook is Justin Timberlake playing the founder of Napster in the social network. I think that's absolutely true. So so if anything, that ad was just like, let's get back to to the facts, okay? If you were to go on facebook and there was a closed group called memphis in may and you posted a link to a video of walking in memphis that said i miss memphis right now you would get like you get checked out of existence the amount of heat that you would receive from that would contribute more to greenhouse gas than any amount of factory farms any amount of like people from middle Tennessee fucking up their truck like emissions to own the libs. Like Roll and go. that single handedly would like destroy the environment from the server activity. So Facebook, if anything, is trying to contribute to climate change by encouraging people to make shitty fucking content. Well that's my favorite theory of the night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I don't think there's anything that is more to be said. Um, but we're talking about it. Let's also agree we're talking about it. So the advertisement did its job. It did also. Oh, yeah. Fuck Facebook. Delete that shit off your phone. Yeah, but except we do support the Memphis Tigers Facebook group. Gotta love the Memphis Tigers Facebook group. <laughs> of course, that's our, yeah, absolutely. They're wonderful people who are visual storytellers, and we would never <laughs> say anything negative about them ever. I just don't. I don't like the cut of your jib either, Gord. <laughs> I, I think there's there's not enough content about Memphis. That's why Agreed. we're doing this. Agreed. <laughs> why are Agreed. we biting? The, you can't go biting the hand that feeds. Okay, wait. Let's talk. Speaking of biting, <laughs> what are the odds that Tom the Tiger? And for those of you listening who don't know, at every home Memphis football game, there is a live tiger in a cage. Are we on Tom, Tom 7? How, how many Toms have we gone through now? Again, I'm very anti-numbers, but it's more than one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's in the teens now. I could Dude. be wrong. So let's like just all right, let's like play with some numbers for a second. Hypothetically, <laughs> were Tom to get loose at a football game, oh, no. how many people get killed before Tom gets like tranks are taken down spencer let me take you back let's just let's just do some sociological thought for a minute and let's think about when this era of internet virality came into existence um and i think it might have been the harambe incident that was like a turning point in internet culture so i don't think we need to speak about what might happen to tom should well i'm less worried about tom and more about like yeah, like well, we always say, like tiger, tigers on the move. Like, what happens when the actual tiger is on the move? 
God, I hope they have like four trank darts nearby whenever they have that, that thing out there. Which I'm sure they do. Also, they probably sedate him, right? They, they can't be out there just like, you He's know, probably taking a nap. around. Have yeah. you seen? No, dude, have you seen what happens when the fireworks go off? He gets up in his cage and has like a very big apex predator sized panic attack. Right, but like, I hope that's like suppressed a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just, I don't want a fully alert tiger. <laughs> No matter how so heavy the cage is, like so in a stadium is we with need to, tens of thousands of people, we need to get Kitty Xanax. <laughs> he already probably takes it. Yeah, you're probably right. God, I hope. In he which does. case, he Gordon, if you if you have a connect for Apex Predator Xanax, <laughs> I would just like to see who that person is. I have many questions for that. <laughs> I was about to say. I want to meet that person, but I also never want to meet that person. Yeah, at the same time, I have no interest in trying that. Ever. So whoever Please. said that is just yeah. a liar. All right, so that's the 901101. Uh, that's the 901101. <laughs> uh, oh, real quick it. before we go, I think we do have to acknowledge that the Tigers got a new assistant coach today. He's a former, he's a seasoned college coach. Uh, he most recently was an assistant coach for the Phoenix Suns, who are also a college team. <laughs> this, I've been sitting on this joke like all day, so just thank you for indulging me there. Um, I think we got to lead with it. Yeah, we got. Yeah, can we can we, we edit that coach. one out front? So anyway, thanks. Spencer, so can you ed- just put put that one out front in the post production? Do we do we <laughs> yeah, have post production? Yeah, I'll do a little bit of post on this one. Nice. But yeah, all right. Well, that's that's it. We're gonna. That's the this episode. All right, well, that's that does it for this week of the 901-101. Uh, tune in next time. We're going to be talking more. Uh, hopefully the NBA Finals will result in a Marc Gasol victory, and he'll have a ring. Ooh. And more importantly, we'll be closer to the draft, so we'll have wildly accurate and not at all speculative coverage over the future of our team as well as the rest of the league. And we'll be beginning to turn our attention to the Summer League um, and such incredible questions as will John Morant play in the summer league? So something to look forward to. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Follow us on. Are we on Apple yet, Jono? I don't. I don't know. You sent in the email, right? It was your your Oof, account. I don't. Well, who's to either say? Either case, make sure you subscribe and give us a rating, Subs- a five star rating. Yeah, five star. Give us a five star rating and subscribe. Uh, and we'll set up our Patreon uh, sometime where we'll offer all sorts of fun things like little treats and sweets <laughs> and uh, group discounts to services. Absolutely. And merch. <laughs> all kinds of merch. So much merch. More merch than you merch. can shake a stick at. We know, you, we know y'all love our logo, so. Oh, it's so good. It's all right, so good. well. Which we definitely oh, we have a own. Theme song. Hell yeah. Yeah, but you will have already heard that theme song at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Spencer, Spencer, just end it. Just end it. I think it's I all think right. It's over. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Go Tigers. Go Grizzlies. Class dismissed. <laughs> I've been trying to get that going for weeks. It's been two. <laughs>